0: today is Leslie Fuki. Furi. Furi. Oh, I, I practiced it and I still messed it up. Leslie is in sales at uh, Multistone and Multistone is kind of our focus today so I'm really glad that she's here. First thing I want to say is thank you for being here. You're welcome. And you're a wonderful partner to us and Kellyanne and you have known each other for a long time. I'm just getting to know you but you're a great partner to us um, first of all, I just want to look personally, tell me a little bit about yourself, like where you came from and how you came to Savannah.
1: So, um, I'm originally from South Africa, um, met my husband, um, when he came to visit and, um, he's been in the countertop industry for over 20 years. Um, we got together got married, and I came here and um, started doing, working in his business.
0: Now, wait, he came to South Africa to see you, or? To visit his family. Oh, and you met there? Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay, neat. Yep. All right, and you've been in Savannah for?
1: So, I've been with Multistone for the last almost three years, and I've done countertops for 14.
0: Now, how did you get into that business?
1: My husband owning a company, and I saw a gap in his business, and I'm like, all right, well, let me help him. <laughs> and that was basically it. Now,
0: that we have that in common. We work with our mates. Yes. Is that a good thing for you? Does that work?
1: Um, well, we ended up selling the company because I had to pick my husband or, you know, <laughs> the yeah. business. Okay. And um, But I still love what I do, so I wanted to continue doing so. And um, I've known the family at Multistone for as long as I've done countertops, we've always had a really friendly relationship. And um, so after we sold the company, I stayed on for a little while and um, decided I wanted to stay in the industry. So it was an easy transition for me to move to Multistone.
0: Great. I, when I looked up MultiStone on the website, it, the first sentence is, "It's a family-owned and operated business." That is correct. So, yeah. what's the distinction there? Why is that important to know that?
1: So it's it's like a mom and pop shop, but we can do and handle larger capacities for builders, um, as well as you know more hands-on, um, high-end custom stuff.
0: So primarily residential, though, right? Yes. Okay. All right. And then so I also saw like you have uh, Multistone has locations in Panama City, in Tallahassee, Port St. Joe. Correct. And Savannah, yeah. So, which is where we are. Good. Yep. All right. So we want to, one of the things we like to do on here is educate people that would come into a showroom. And we have a lot of stone in here that has come from Multistone. Um, and there's a lot of different kinds we'll talk about in a little bit. But tell me about... different kinds of stone and uh, how does a person go about choosing a stone
1: so mainly different types of stone that we have we're gonna have soapstone granite quartz marble quartzite limestone shellstone Um, and then they all have different finish options Um, you're gonna get polished honed brushed leathered satin, matte, even flamed in some situations. It just depends on the supplier, and some suppliers even offer um, an alternate finish to an already finished slab.
0: Flamed, what does that mean?
1: So flamed is a very rough texture on a natural stone. Um, A granite typically is what they would put that on, so it just gives you a very rugged finish
0: now where do all these stones come from i think before i got into this industry i used to, there used to be a cartoon called the flint mm-hmm. and there was there was like a rock quarry so i thought they all came from some sort of a quarry they do and then st- some things i learned comes from other countries where do you resource your stones?
1: so we resource from all over the world really um you're going to have your marbles coming from italy um india brazil Up in Alaska, Canada, I mean, their mining periods are typically shorter. So a lot of the stones that come from up there will have your blue color tones in there. Mm. And um, typically if you see a stone with blue in, it's just known in the industry that it's going to be more expensive because their mining periods are shorter. Um, So we're in India and Brazil, they can mine throughout the year. Up in Canada and Alaska, they can only mine for three or four months out of the year.
0: Seasonal because of the difficulty of the weather?
1: Yes, difficulty of the weather, treacherous conditions, you know, just um, a shorter time period that they can make a year's worth of money in.
0: So So when I think of like a granite that comes from Italy or another type of stone, like you said, comes from Alaska, it's not necessarily the distance that it comes from. It's, it might be the seasonality of when they're able to actually harvest that so rock. So, yeah,
1: availability, where it's mined, how often it's mined, all of that kind of factors into the price point of the stones. Okay. And typically Italy will have marbles coming from there.
0: Now, what is the most popular here in Savannah when somebody's building a brand new home? We'll, we'll talk about... Uh, refurbishing or renovation in a minute, but when they're buying a built new home, what's the most popular stone?
1: So what's really popular for us um, currently is going to be your quartzes, but we are seeing a turn where people are embracing your natural stones. A lot of marble. I install a lot of marble or sell a lot of marble um, just because it's Old World Savannah. And then we are seeing people just going with classic black and white selections
0: okay um, and then what is the I, I almost want to say what happened to granite it seemed like there was a phase where that's all that was done in a new home was well, I want granite countertops is that's not how it is we anymore.
1: still do, but it's more of the exotics
0: and th- define exotic
1: so um, bigger bolder color patterns and we're doing a lot of quartz sites, which is a hard dense stone, Um, obviously more difficult to mine, so the price point is going to be higher. For us to fabricate and install it, it's a lot more work in the shop, so we have to charge more than what we would for a standard material.
0: Okay, so if I come to you, I have my drawings, I have everything about my kitchen, and anything that would require some sort of a surface, and I have decided I want... Uh, soapstone or I want limestone or whatever I've decided what's the next step for me
1: so my first thing I want to do if you come in and you have in mind soapstone I need to educate you about the product that you're gonna get installed that's really important for me um, doing sales I feel like I wouldn't be doing my job if I didn't tell you you know soapstone even though it's a very durable stone It's one of the surfaces that could scratch easy. Mm. But with soapstone comes a little bit of maintenance, and if you're okay with patina and wear and tear over time, it's going to be the only countertop that we can install that's going to be heat-proof. In other words, you can pull something straight out of your oven and put it on your surface. That's only soapstone. We encourage otherwise to use a
0: trivet. So let me ask you, uh, with soapstone, that's a major benefit, but if you had small kids that might take a fork and scratch it and that would bother you, soapstone might not be the then thing Then I would you.
1: highly discourage. Now, where you get the scratches, you can get it out with um, sandpaper or oil. So mm-hmm. if you're okay with a little bit of patina over time, then yes, go for it. If you're not, then I'm going to highly discourage you to go. Um, that route, then I'm going to give you an alternate, because we do get some granites that is representative of soapstone. It kind of gives you that same look, but as far as the scratch durability, it's a lot better.
0: Okay, and is that probably some of the more common comments you get is they need it to conduct the heat, or they don't want it to scratch, or what about I hear about uh, staining? like wine or things so like that. So,
1: we do have a 15 or a 25 year sealer that would help with that. Um, and typically the staining, we encourage lighter stones. We encourage a 15 year sealer. Um, it's an add-on option, but I say it's a little uh, investment to what you're buying, you know? So it's just a little insurance policy and it could be a couple of hundred bucks for your kitchen, but it's a lot of peace of mind.
0: I can't imagine putting all the stone in a kitchen and all that's involved in that. And then, oh, okay, five years later, we're tired of it. Let's right, do it all again. Right. It's a big investment to it do it. It
1: truly is. But, you know, because I've done this for so long, I've done people's kitchens more than once.
0: Mm, okay. Um, so talk to me about Savannah. And you, I heard you say Natural stone is big in Savannah because that kind of fits the historical vibe Absolutely. in the downtown area. That's kind of what you see the most mm-hmm. going in. Yep. Um, and so what's, uh, what is your care and your comments that when you go through your whole sales process about that?
1: So for care on natural stone, obviously you've got the sealer. Um, it boils back down because we've got general, you know, care and use guides that we can give you and it's a whole list of things but we encourage just soft soap and water um, for the most part for day to day and then if you weren't to get the option of the 15-year sealer then you could do it yourself um, once a year as a maintenance thing or I typically say your stone will talk to you Um, tell you it's thirsty and how you would see that is water spotting Mm -hmm. around the sink area especially or if you put a glass down and it transfers and makes a mark that darkens up on the surface it'll dry out if it's water and then your stone is just indicating to you I need to be sealed Mm. so sealing is you buy a natural stone sealer from Lowe's or Home Depot and or online And you can spray it on and wipe off the excess. So by doing that, that buys you more time in terms of cleanup. You can't overseal your countertops. It's typically a good cleaner for you, but that's what you would do.
0: You you sound really smart with this stuff. Like like you know what you're doing, right?
1: I've done it for a minute.
0: (laughs) For a minute. Do you really love what you do? I do. What is it that you love about it?
1: I love educating people about countertops and, you know, typically how you would use your kitchen. And just, I get to play house for a living.
0: <laughs> That's great. We, we have enjoyed the relationship so much. We just finished uh, one of the spas in the showroom and we put um, a soaker jacuzzi has microdermabrasion bubbles all this stuff that comes out and when you we took your suggestion and put soapstone around it and you just looked at it it is beautiful
1: it's gorgeous it is
0: really beautiful talk to me about the showroom relationship even us specifically like how did we come about i know you you met kellyanne like how does that relationship work
1: so in our industry i've always believed in there's enough sun for everybody and you know, if if I send her a couple of customers and she sends me a couple of customers and, and we know the, the other person will take care of them, you know, there's just enough to go around. But it's very important to have that kind of relationship with other people in our industry because we're all professionals and, you know, it's a small town um, and you want to pay it forward. I yes. think that's very important.
0: I agree with you one thing that's very similar between you and the design consultant here Kellyanne is you both are researchers. you like really do your homework for the customer you educate them, you follow up you do all this work i I know sometimes you'll prepare something for a customer and then they'll go buy it somewhere else, which is a real frustration, but it's just kind of part of the business. You feel
1: like you pour your life and soul into it. And that's, I mean, and that's where I think me and Kellyanne get along so well, because we see a lot of our mannerisms and our ways of doing things. We, we share that. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we have a, a kinship, if you will, of you know, just how we go about things. And yes, it is frustrating sometimes to lose a job, but you can't get them all.
0: You can't get them all. That's yeah. right. And and I agree with you what you said earlier. Savannah is a small, big town. There's it's plenty of business. There is. This, this city is exploding with growth. Yeah. So I think there's plenty to go around in the sandbox. Speaking of, so tell me your thoughts about, this is a little bit of a left turn, but what do you think is going on in the world right now, just as as it relates to business, as it relates to our economy, and how do you feel about things in the world?
1: So I typically just kind of fight my little fight. It's um, hard for me to focus on everything else that's going on outside when you're busy with day-to-day grind and sales and just kind of keeping afloat and mm-hmm. making your targets and, you know, but... Um, out there.
0: Are you a social media person?
1: A little bit. Not a whole lot, but aside from Facebook and Instagram every so often, yeah, not really.
0: You have to take breaks from it, I found.
1: I think that's helpful. <laughs> yeah, Decompress. You,
0: definitely. I, somebody told me, like, if you keep listening to all those notifications, you're going to explode one right, day. Right, truly. So, so um, we get, we talked a lot about the nuts and bolts of the stone and your role with multistone, um, where are you seating? Um, do you do a lot of renovations and uh, yes. kind of fixers and stuff what's some of the issues that you find when you go into a renovation?
1: So communication is key. Um, typically, when people come into the showroom, um, you know I want to educate them about the product that they're getting, but there's a lot of variables in our industry. You think you discuss everything with the customer, but there might be something that pops up, whether it be a sink that fits a cabinet or, I mean, Kellyanne would be very familiar with that. Or, you know, by the time you get the sink that fits the cabinet, the faucet behind it might not fit because there's just not enough room. Um, Nowadays, everybody wants bigger. So, or, you know, where they spend hours on a design for a kitchen island and, they end up selecting um, material that's not big enough to cover that space. Mm -hmm. So now you run into where the homeowner didn't envision a seam, now you need to discuss with them that they are now getting a seam where they weren't hoping to get one. But, you know, you can only stretch that stone so far.
0: Right, and there's really no way around that, right? There's sometimes, depending on the square footage of the space, you are going to have a seam.
1: Oh, absolutely, yeah, there is. And, I mean, access... You know, there's a lot of variables that factor into why we would ultimately have to place a seam, But, you know, obviously, it's important for us that none of our guys get hurt. Mm. It's important for us to not damage, you know, things in your house. So we want to be as, um, I want to say, least intrusive to your surroundings you know we don't want to hurt your walls we don't want to hurt your brand new cabinets you know mm-hmm. stuff like that because the
0: stone can be one of the last steps to finishing yes. that room
1: yep so what comes after us is the the final plumbing and tile typically and mm-hmm. minor touch-up but yep.
0: I it's interesting you said something a minute ago all of us that are involved in the different parts of the home it doesn't do us well to silo ourselves like it works when we're in uh together with the plumber and the tiler and the cabinet maker and the everything because it's all got to work together like one absolutely. functional thing so yeah. in that regard i think would you agree that the the end user the home owner is all of our customer oh yeah for sure we all share that for sure oh
1: yes absolutely um The good and the bad
0: (laughs) yeah we could go on and on about that right i wanted to ask you on a one more practical thing about the stone do you fabricate the stone on your property
1: so yes multi-stone um we're all in-house so um our process typically somebody would come in make selections you know depending on where they are if they're ready for countertops we'd you know get a deposit, order material, get with scheduling, get them on on the schedule to have a template date. Then we would go out and make a template of the countertops. Um, We've got a couple of people that do that. And um, then we come back, we, you know, look at the numbers, see if what we've discussed prior to um, is indeed what we measured for. Sometimes there's a little bit of an add-on or a surprise or, you know, We rework the numbers, send that off to the homeowner, and then um, we get them an install date. Um, If it's natural stone, we want them to approve the slabs. It just depends, you know, if they've hand-selected those slabs prior to us starting their job or if they still need to approve the material prior to us fabricating the job. And then... um, we go through the CAD process and they will program the job and do a layout for them on the material that the physical slabs that we got for their job and they have the option to approve that layout Um, typically people trust us because we get to do this for a living and um, they trust us our judgment to do that process for them and they'll look at it and go oh my gosh it's beautiful or they'll ask you know can you move this left or it's very seldom that that happens Um, and then we go and install the countertops so after us is plumbing and tile
0: when the installers bring that in are you cutting holes in on site at all or is everything done we try to
1: do as much as possible in our shop but there is slight modifications that you sometimes have to do on site. We can always add a faucet hole or we can complete a cut for a cooktop. Um, depending on, you know, if it's a cooktop run that's captured or something, we could do most part of the cut in the shop. And then we do a minimal field cut um, just depending on how the pieces go in. So okay. So the at,
0: homeowner wouldn't expect a whole lot of mess or no things flying around. we try and
1: be as least you know upsetting to the whole environment noise wise and otherwise so very we good streamline the process
0: one thing i wanted to say is i have to applaud you for a guy that is as ocd as i am when the stone the stone that you all provided came into the showroom was but i just like thought it looked beautiful you were in here a couple of weeks ago and you went over and saw, you touched it and it, there was just a little bit of a give on one corner. I think you said something that we, we need to fix that. We need to put a shim or something right. like that. Yes. I love that attention to detail that you do because at some point I would have noticed that. and <laughs> It would have bugged me, But so I love that you saw that I um
1: on. I think typically that's why people um... – like to go with me to do their countertops because I am OCD like that and I try and treat every project like it's my house. It's yours. And I do get, I have A-type personality issues, so. <laughs> That's you good. Know, yeah.
0: That's very good. What is your favorite room to do? If you had to pick one, is it a kitchen, bathroom? So
1: if people dress up a powder room with a special backsplash or something like that, I like that, where there's a little extra detail. You can take something pretty ordinary and make it extraordinary by just adding a little flourish.
0: Mm-hmm. And you really helped me, too, with uh, I thought that I knew exactly what the stone would be, uh, sort of 90-degree edges, and you suggested sort of a routing around that kind of smoothed it out on the side, which I thought was a what is that called? It was beautiful.
1: The um for which area?
0: The it's like the edge of the stone itself is has little levels to it and it's rounded and buffed around instead of it being hard angles.
1: So we do have the upgraded edges, um OG edge, like a bigger bevel. Bevel,
0: um, there you go. That yep, was it. Yep.
1: It's, and it's, then we've got our radius corners. So I mean you could take something Typical or standard, and you could dress it up just a little bit by either giving it a radius or giving it an upgraded age finish and, yeah, just make a difference. It's
0: really beautiful. So uh, we're wrapping things up. Um, Tell me what advice you would give a a family that's building a home when it comes to the stone. Like, here's what I would like you to remember, homeowner. What What advice would you give?
1: Classic is based versatility is key and I mean if just pick something you love but always keep resale in mind nothing's permanent um, as far as you know your other finishes paint colors stuff like that so versatility is key I always encourage my homeowners I don't need you to spend the most amount of money with us I need you to be happy with your countertops but in case of resale you want the next person to be happy with it too
0: I like that classic is best. It, yes. it really is. Yeah. That's that's great. So uh, we, we'll end the way we started. You are from South Africa. I had asked you um, if your native language is Afrikaans. Yes. That's right. And so if I said uh, Bayadanki.
1: Oh, that's wonderful.
0: <laughs> and that means.
1: <laughs> thank you very much. <laughs> thank you very much.
0: Yeah, I did just a little bit. But I really want to thank you for being here. You're a tremendous partner to us here in the Savannah showroom. Um, multistone is the place to go for your stone in Savannah. As you can hear there's so many choices it can boggle your mind but Leslie is such an expert at this and has a way of doing it to where you can understand what she's talking about and and uh, be excited about it. So thank you very much.
1: You're welcome. You're very gracious and kind. Thank you for having me. I appreciate you
0: guys. Absolutely. Our pleasure. And uh, we hope that you join us again next time. That was not hard, right?
1: No. You made it easy.
0: Okay, good. You definitely
1: did your homework.
0: Well, good, good, good. Yeah, I caught you... me off guard about this stuff happening in the world. I'm like, oh my gosh, I don't even watch the damn thing. <laughs> That's good. No, I just like beat. I like little-